Side of fish scale wars, staying in all green. New balance, sneaker white wranglers on the scene. We was youngsters, 80s babies getting in shit. Stolen cars, felt from monkey bars, flipping and shit. Little thieves fresh out the peas. Crokeheads and sleds slide through two five in my sleep. Yo, what's up? It's Cassidy Cheesemans and motherfucking Bolero. You know, New York's number one cycling podcast. All day. And uh, we got a special guest. Well, it's me, Gabe Electronica. And, and Buckets, you already know. And we got a special guest, Jason from Affinity. Or Jason. I don't, what, what should I? How do I introduce you? I'm Jason from Affinity. Jason from Affinity. <laughs> we in here. Also rides for Deluxe. I ride for Deluxe. Yes, I ride for Deluxe. You ride deluxe, for deluxe. deluxe. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I'm sure a lot of people know you and yep. you're pretty familiar in the scene. Uh, how did you get into cycling? How did you get into the scene? A little bio about yourself. Um, you know, first I want to start by thanking you guys. This is fucking, this is super cool. I'm, I'm definitely down with people trying to do good things in the scene. Not not just the New York cycling scene, but, you know, in general. You guys are doing a podcast. Oh, you guys are doing good things. So, thank so you. you know, thank you very much for hosting me. And I'm, I'm having a good time here. So, day, man. Yeah. you know, thank you very much. Uh, I've seen you bowling. You got I've been, shit. <laughs> <laughs> lefty shit. That's another story. Yo, Chico, we're not gonna we got talk, another lefty, We're not going to talk about that. Uh, yeah, lefties, nah, lefties. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I, I I've been uh, I I was a junior BMX racer, uh, and uh, I started racing BMX when I was a kid, like like uh, uh, racing actually BMX when I was about eight or nine, and I grew up BMX racing, um, uh, junior like st- you know state champions, you know and national racing nationally and all that kind of stuff. So uh, I kind of like you know cut my teeth as a junior BMXer. So um, you, yeah, so you started at a young age, cycling, biking. Cycling as a young age yeah. and racing as a young age. Like, always a racer. That's always dope. a racer. And, and I also, I think part of the reason why I'm really into, like, hosting racing and, like, giving to the community and being a part of the community and also, like, juniors and everything is I was that, like, junior racer um, and who was, like, sponsored by shops and then, like, yeah. working at the shop as, like, a tiny little kid and, you know, just, like, doing stupid shit, fixing flats and then, like... <laughs> working at the track and fixing the track and you know like my parents and you know it was like a big family thing and uh what track was this uh so i was born on i was born on long island and my family moved to florida when i was a kid so i grew up in florida doing the whole like bmx thing Uh, and the the florida bmx was like really big and uh, okay there lots of small companies like uh like cyclecraft and mcs and and bonsai like i i went from sort of riding for small shops to like small manufacturers and so um that's kind of how I got like a bit of a taste of like, I guess I, why I do what I do today. Uh, even uh, small sponsors, like a, I started doing photography for small magazines, and you know, so I really got immersed into like the culture of everything, and and you know, kind of I guess at a at a really young age, yeah. So it's sort of it's sort of always been with me. Did you have like a bike mentor who got you into cycling? Just you picked it up one day. I, my father, my father, uh, Rad, and like you know, my dad. My dad asked me if I wanted to like race bikes, and I was like, Yeah. He was like, you know? Yes, dad. Yes, Shout yeah, out to dad yeah, on yeah, that. yeah. My first BMX race was was with a Mongoose FS1 with like pegs, Ooh, and they almost Mongoose. didn't let me race because you couldn't race like a, a freestyle bike on the track. <laughs> yeah, but they yeah. weren't gonna like turn away some little kid. They're like, You have pegs, but You're then I, kill you know, so like I, yeah, yeah. But you know, you get into it. You you come like your first race is like. You know, you, you you like you don't know your ass from your elbow, and then and then but but if you you have the passion for it, and you know you take it. Then it becomes time. familiar, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, did you know you were good at a young age? Did were you like facing neighborhood kids, and that's what got you into like racing fast? Did your dad see you, or 
What what? How did you know that you were gonna be like a good racer? You won you won juniors, uh, I, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I actually got got second at juniors. I, I, I that so was a hard. Second. That's a horrible story. I don't want to. And that was a I, life lessons. I mean, yeah, like I had juniors won and I mean, and I screwed up. But I, so second but place I tied, keeps you hungry. I tied for I tied for first place and lost it. So. Jay, what you know about uh, but I, I raced nationally, and uh, it, was, uh, yeah, it was terrible. Uh, but you know, like uh, in terms of your question about like knowing you were fast, I don't, I don't necessarily knew I was fast, but I always loved BMXing and was like always, like I was that kid building jumps outside of his house, and so it's sort of like I guess if you're asking me like, did you know you were fast? I think my dad maybe knew I was really into it, and maybe he saw me jumping these huge fucking jumps that I was building outside of my house, and so he was like, let this, let's let this kid maybe like try it out. Helmet. I don't know. No, no, no right? I shouldn't say that. He was like, Ma, I think we got a no, winner. No, at that time I didn't. Uh, no one wore helmets, though. There weren't helmets back then. I mean, yeah. There weren't no, helmets, helmets back no, then? I mean, there were helmets, but you know. I'm like, yo, hold on, hold on, hold on. No kid wore a fucking helmet. How far back we talking? No kid wore a like, yo, there wasn't no helmets back I'm then. I'm 39. I'm not that just old. I mean, you know, I'm old, but whatever. You know, like you didn't, on your BMX bike, you didn't wear a helmet. At the skate parks, you would you would wear helmets and shit. But like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you, what was your next transition from like BMX? What was your next step? Or did so you I got into, uh, I got into BMX and then, you know, into the sort of scene, I was like that young kid, that like early teenager as the BMX scene was like beginning to boom. And um, that was right around the time when the X Games were starting and uh, lots of little seed companies in BMX were beginning to take off. And so when, when the X Games started, it was really when I was a kid, like, in my teens, you know, getting right. into trouble and, you know, doing, Young boy shit. you know, and, uh, you know, but I, I, so I got into the culture and I started, uh, I, I got immersed into photography and like shooting like BMX and there was like a small zine that I was sponsored by. And so I was kind of like, I started doing photography and actually, uh, when I was like 15 years old, I, I broke my ankle pretty bad and that's like right when you're kind of like the transition if like you're gonna begin to go pro like all the big companies looking at you you're like 16 and over expert and so that's when you're like they're really beginning to look at you for like a future yeah. and that's when I broke my ankle and so I, I was like laid up and I really got into photography and so yeah, that's wow. when uh, I, I graduated high school and you know my photography teacher was like, you've, you've got something there. You should, you should pursue photography. And so, uh, I got into, uh, the school of visual arts, like mediocre. I don't know how I ever actually got in there now, uh, because today I would probably not have gotten in there, but, uh, I pursued photography. So I moved to New York and started photography. What and kind of equipment did you use? Cause this is a, oh man, I'm old. I mean, it was film. Yeah, it was yeah. film. I, I, I actually feel very fortunate because, uh, I learned photography. I, I got my hands wet and was in the dark room and learned about life as a photographer before Photoshop. And um, and I, I then at the end of it, I, I was a, a big retoucher and you know, like actually, I got really immersed in imaging and I and I still am. And uh, I did advertising and photography and, and retouching. Uh, but I I feel like I actually was a decent retoucher because of what I learned, like by getting my hands wet in the dark room. Exactly why I asked you because I wanted to know how because I feel like you have an advantage because you bridge like both the worlds. You were pre-digital and now you you got to win this digital. So I just wanted you to get on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, and, uh, some people may or may not know this, but I, I mean, a lot of the photography I do, uh, you know, for Affinity and a lot of the graphics and a lot of that stuff is all like I do a lot. I do the bulk of it, not all of it these days, but you know, like a lot of that stuff. So I feel fortunate to have 
you know, I still sort of do what I what I what I love and I pursue, which is really photography and art and and yeah. bikes. You know. That's dope. Uh, so how did you end up? Like, how did you get into like starting Affinity? Like, how did that come about? So uh, I was still sort of in the bikes while I was in New York, and uh, and I and I bought a track bike um, in like I don't know maybe oh, the early uh, uh, late '90s, I think. And I was just kind of like commuting and uh, training. I started training like crazy. Like not not really even race. I raced a couple times actually casino, but I wasn't really like into it like that sort of. I don't know. I was just riding like crazy, and I don't know. Then I just kind of got turned onto a road bike. I think I borrowed somebody's road bike. Uh, uh, actually, Chad from from Toga. He was at he yeah. was at Toga. Wow. He, now he's at NYC Velo. Yeah. Uh, but Chad Chad Selberg was actually the guy that got me into sort of like he was a bit of a spark for me. This was yeah. ages, 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 ages ago, yeah. 2000. He started you early, off, early, like, early. I bought a road bike, yeah. and then I started training like crazy, and then he was like, you should race. And it was like, the, I remember it was the last race of the season. I got dropped, like a drop, like a bad <laughs> habit in the Cat 5 race. And, and then, but that was a spark enough for me to like, go for more. To get into racing, And yeah. then I trained all winter, and then came back the next year, and smashed it and was like winning. Like oh, I won, so I won my first race, you yeah, know, yeah, and that yeah. was like hooked. It was hooked, and so you that was like it. that was that was that was it. That was the spark to it. I picked back up racing, and then it was kind of like my life at that point, you know. Oh. And then Affinity followed about two years after, two maybe two or three years after. I, I went from cat five. I went from five to three in one season on the road, and okay. and then. Um, I don't know. I wanted to do something more than just my photography, and uh, I wanted to do something else, like uh, almost as a cushion or like as another venture. I saw, I saw the art world and the photography world as something that may not be sustainable forever, and you know, art, you know, uh, the lifestyle of an artist or the career of a photographer is tough, and you know, so I, I know photography and bikes, and so, so let me this get guy that, that I was racing yeah. with, I, you know, we'd like opened the. I had a partner initially, uh, which didn't work out. I wound up buying him out early on, um, but. Uh, we went for it and without the intention of we wanted to open a, a local bike shop that and i had the idea of making the frames and uh it was the first low pro but yeah. we saw void in the market like a good quality local shop that was like local racers and then also that had like we, i wanted to make the track frames and and but again it was nothing like i never ever 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 would have imagined like this it would be what it is today like not even oh, wow. not even whatsoever i don't know yeah what what year is this now? What years so did that's, the shop open? Uh, so this is ten years. I'm on ten years now. So the shop opened in 2007, and wow. the, the, I just started designing. The concept came in 2006, maybe even 2005, but it was about 2006. It took about a year to design the low pro, get a couple of samples, go into production, and then we opened the shop. It's actually, I think next weekend is actually our ten year anniversary. I'm, I, I have we wow. haven't launched a ten year anniversary or anything yet, so I'm kind of like blowing it up, but like. Yeah, we're ten years, and so two thousand seven, two thousand seven. Congratulations, man! Thank you, oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On we're trying. We're, we're gonna be doing a bunch of shit this year, but like, uh, I'm not rushing it. We're we're you know taking my time and making sure we, we do some cool shit for our That's ten year anniversary. Yeah. yeah. So so now you have the bike shop open, right? It's two thousand seven. Uh, fast forward a little bit, you're gaining momentum in the community. Who approached you to uh, supply the bikes for Premium Rush? Oh wow. Um, uh, the, um, 
it was the it was really the prop master. So there were Premium Rush started happening like the the early stages of Premium Rush where they they're doing like consulting and um, Squid was a consultant um, and my buddy Kevin Bulger uh, and then um, you know they were doing research and um, you know quickly it became like well what are the what are the shops in the city you know and and um, they just started doing a lot of research and so they were they tested. Uh, several different bikes that they wanted to be the premium rush bike and um, I really hit it off with the prop master and she you know and then we were also a shop you know I kind of it's just a good conversation you know something that just rolled and, and we were like you know so, so it wound up becoming you know not only did we provide the bikes but you know we helped we were all the logistics with the with a lot of the parts we ordered all the parts for all the other bikes and like a hundred 200 several hundred tubes and tires and we were the mechanics yeah. on site and oh, yeah, we helped like with really some of the stunt doubles yeah, yeah. and you know the whole thing yeah. just kind of became something you know larger than life in a way and uh, so there was a few different bike bicycle companies we'll say that bid in a way for to become the premium rush Absolutely, bike and I guess yeah. I guess we won that bid I guess so that's pretty dope though it was cool it was a yeah. fun it was a really fun project I was apprehensive I was really apprehensive the reason I did it was because rad was like my catalyst in life and i just figured like even if even if this came to be the cheesiest shit ever like you were still that like the bike like i had mongoose expert like i watched rad and had a mongoose expert and so like the kid in me was like yeah. you have this opportunity to even if it's the cheesiest yeah, thing nah. ever like you still had that and so whatever it was the worst movie ever but nah, it was like nah, awesome yo, it was like you know really, great yeah. and awesome and you know it was, it, it was really a really good opportunity i know i mean it was awful but it was great i mean it was great i mean it was great it was great yeah it was, you know, it was. and, and awful <laughs> they I yelled at me on set for that because they would at, they were asking us like things about like uh uh joseph gordon levitt's gearing at first they wanted him a really really big chain ring and really like solid gear you know so it and then eventually it got smaller and smaller and smaller and then they were like asking us. We were sort of consulting, and uh, they were like, "Do you think it's gonna look weird in the in the movie?" And I was like, "Whatever, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. it's, it's gonna like even if it looks <laughs> awful, like it'll still be great." And and they, someone pulled me aside and was like, "You shouldn't really say stuff like that, you know." And I was like, "What do you mean?" You know, I was like, "They're like, you know, this movie's gonna be great." And I was like, you know, "I was like, this movie's gonna be great either way." You know, but like they, they sort of like they got a little mad. They were me like, a little because I was, you know, like, the reality is, is it, yeah. it marked an era in the in the in the scene, you know, and and it, it, it became, was rad of them yeah. to uh, to use like messengers as like all of the extras, and there's there's little bits of that movie that make that movie really brilliant and awesome, and like New York, like yeah. they didn't have to use extras that were like the core culture, you know, like yeah, everyone yeah. was in that movie, and it was like. That's kind of what made that movie epic, and you know the fact that also the prop master kept it really legit yeah. and you know really authentic, and you yeah. know that like you know well, I guess we're all proud of it in that in that in that way sort of. Whose decision to make the Metropolitan his main bike and not the Low Pro? Or the movies. The movies. The movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, it was going to be the Low Pro, and actually the the bike we pitched was the Low Pro, and they really liked Tone's bike. And, and so Tone, because Tone had the white low pro and, you know, it was all like sticker bombed and shit. And so we, we, it, the bike was like Tone's bike sort of, yeah, but, but they needed a medium. I think even we were going to try and use Tone's bike as the bike we were going to pitch, but we needed a medium. And so we like built the bike and scratched it all up and like everything else. And like, then they thought, they thought the low pro at the last minute, they changed it to Metropolitan. Um, they thought that he was going to be hunched over, 
And I tried to explain to them it's like all about how you set up the yeah. bike and like you know that, that he won't be. But they're like, no, no, no. You know, um, it's too they slanted. went with them. It's too slanted. They were like, we had we had this big meeting. They're like, don't worry, don't worry, we're still gonna work with you, but we want to use this bike. And I was like, at the time, I was like, you know, I don't know, I don't know. But you know, they were like, they were like, dude, just. Just go with it. Just so go with the like, bike. Yeah. I was like, yeah, cool. The Metropolitan is like st our standard track bike, and you know, yeah, it's cool. It's funny that it's that like it became the premium rush bike because it's all of our other bicycles are very unique in that you could spot a low pro like down the block or like you know what the casino looks like and you know what the anthem looks like, but the Metropolitan in a way never had its own like character, and I feel like. That actually gave it its character now because it's movie, now it's, it's like that's the kind the of the premium rush bike. Yeah, so, it's the premium you know. rush bike. That's cool. That is dope. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um. What? Oh no! I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. No, no, not at all, not at all, not at all. Uh, I was gonna say. Um, I know, I know you race. I know you've been racing for a long time, professional. I mean, you've been racing for a long time uh, since you were young, since you were a kid. Uh, do you have any? Any crazy Cat 6 stories? Like on the street. And I know, you know, obviously you have stories on the track or like when you used to race BMX. And I'm pretty sure those are dope too. And Man. you can mention those too if you want. Cause some but cat do you six have stories. one on the street where you were just like <laughs> trying to go home, maybe going to work, maybe just cruising, and somebody pulled up on you like, you don't want these legs? <laughs> uh, wow. And then you were like, nah, you don't want these legs? And you just dipped on them? I. <laughs> I, I gotta think about that. You know what? A lot of it might. I'm, I'm, maybe it's weird because these are, we were talking about this earlier. Like I'm, I'm so careful these days because now yeah. I'm now that I'm like train. I, I I feel like a douchebag saying this shit, but like I, I'm training so much. Um, these days I'm like actually not even riding a lot. Like I'm, I'm I train and race so. Th th this would have to be like ages ago. Uh -huh. Maybe, maybe like in the park kind of stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, that's that's good I, too. I, don't, I, I, I can't. I feel you got, bad. You got I can't something. feel bad. I got to think about this. I don't know. I don't know. I got. I don't. I don't want to like make up some story. No, no, no. no. All right, so we'll get back to that. Uh, Let me think about that one. Right, like, it'll come sure. to me, and then like we'll we'll have a good one. Yeah. All right, so I'm gonna fast forward a little bit now too, because Premium Rush comes out 2013. 2012, 2012, yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. right. It took right. forever. They filmed it and then it took forever to to come out. So, did you get a? How was a like a? How was your company after the movie? Did you get like a boom and like? A it's funny because it, it came out. We were that following year at Interbike. We brought the premium rush bike, but no one really knew about it. We were saying, "Oh, there's gonna be this Hollywood movie that's coming out." Everyone was like, "Yeah, yeah, whatever," you know. And then, but and then it took about two years before it came out um, and then um, you know I, I, I think it really it, it helped boost the company um, you know but in many ways I don't I think what what affinity had become or what this and then what the scene had become really like was already like there and solidified and so I don't I'm not sure affinity changed or premium rush changed affinity's life too much no. you know and but, but you know I don't know. It was a it was a feather in our cap, um, and but you know I don't I don't think like, you know I don't I, I would say all things considered I don't I don't I don't think it really rocked the boat like of affinity like it you know like we, we didn't see like this major spike in like sales you know like I you know track bikes were track bikes and I, I think overall in general I probably helped the scene I think for me it was just kind of like I don't know I remember one time like I was flying home from somewhere and I saw it on the plane. 
And I was like, that's cool. Like, I saw some guy next to me, like, watching Premium Rush. And yeah. I was like, you were I like, didn't say anything, but I was like, that's to. fucking, that was to, super cool. You know, like, and I guess I guess for people, like, you know, I don't know, like, like my family or friends that I grew up with or people or whatever. I'm like, you know, you ever seen that movie Premium Rush? Like, where you're like, oh, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're the Your Premium boy. Rush bike. You know, Your like, we, we, we did that's that bike. That's my bike. You know, like, yeah. like, oh, you know. So they, they, they like affiliated with something because outside of the cycling world, it's still we're still like this is such a we're such a mi- little microcosm. But everyone knows some Hollywood movie, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, you know that bike messenger movie. You're like that was my Dude, bike. That and they're one? like, Oh, cool, cool, cool. You know that that's I think the big that that's the big thing for me. No, that's dope. That's dope. Uh, how was it? Uh, how was it racing for Deluxe? And uh, how did you get? Uh, how did that come about? So so Deluxe, uh, it's a that's kind of a. Um, that's a, a coming together of like so so I was training you know I kind of came back to racing like a couple of years ago I more than a year about a year ago training like crazy and last year I kind of made my official comeback to racing uh, did he did, <laughs> I heard <laughs> thank you thank you I heard about you out there I did all right I won a couple yeah, of races yeah I did all right, uh, all right and and so <laughs> you know took it started taking it really seriously and uh, my so a, a lot of the riders who I sponsor. Angela Cord and Dan Sullivan and a lot of the racers uh, train with uh, with Gil Hatton, who's my coach. And so um, when I started to take it seriously, shout outs to Gil, Gibby Gibby. Uh, so <laughs> yeah, Gil Gil's legendary coach, one of the most legendary coaches in history, and uh, an amazing man, an insane Karen racer, first non-Japanese racer to be invited to race the Karen and win Karen race of the year. He's a tremendous dude. Marty Nostein, Marty Nostein's coach, who won gold. So I called up Gil. Because uh, I wanted to take racing seriously, and I was like, I, "Would you train me?" And uh, I, I think initially he did just because I think he had to because we were close. So he didn't think I actually could race. Uh, but you know, one thing you know, he he he, you know, I told him I was serious and that I, and I could race, and you know, he kind of took me under his wing, and and uh, so I'm racing, and uh, Willis and I uh, started doing a lot of racing and training together, and uh, I sort of mentioned to Willis that. He should start training with Gil, and um, so we started training with Gil. He and I spent a lot of time together, and so it was sort of natural that we wanted to sort of like put together deluxe. And and uh, he and I are going to race the Madison at nationals together, and we're going to do nationals together. And so, you know, for me, deluxe is a really perfect combination. I'm, I'm sort of like not a, I don't want to say this, I'm not a team racer, and I, you know, like I, it's interesting for me to not like race full on affinity, and actually in many ways. At Worlds, I'll probably race Affinity and maybe at Nationals somewhat. Um, so I'm always, like, I kind of have to represent Affinity. But, you know, locally, and they're my team, we've been training together. And, you know, in many ways, it's sort of like it's been a pet project for Willis and I. And Gil is our the team coach. And so it's sort of like a little family thing we're, you know, we're doing. And it, it's really cool. And it's I support Willis and Deluxe and what he's doing. And Shout out to Willis. We've got, like, huge, we've got, like, we've got, like, we've got, like, big plans. And, you know, they're going to do, like, we're gonna do team uh, team casino, you know, like you know, affinity deluxe frames, and you know, so we've we've got some really cool things going on. It's really cool, and it's small time, but it's like great. We've got some awesome sponsors, and it's just a really good project. Nice, nice. It's a big long, big long, you know, get to, but that's rad. It's a cool thing. Now, is he also? Are you also gonna write a deluxe frame, or are you writing your own affinity? So frame? there'll be affinity. Uh, there'll be there'll be affinity. Deluxe Casinas. Okay. So we're doing like a sort of spinoff of the Martini frames. Um, All right. And so with that colorway, the white. Later in the year, we'll have some really, a really nice 
I can't wait. Sick. We'll have uh, deluxe. We'll have a limited edition, you know, team team frame. I know, coming. right? We might have to cut one for sure. Yep, yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I want to backtrack a little bit. Uh, you don't. You no longer have a bike shop, right? Right. So yeah. So I closed the store th uh, three years ago, uh, and you know the store was great. Uh, you know the brand and the store were sort of born together, uh, and. Um, that was a rad experience. Uh, I was in a totally different place in my life, and the, the shop um, helped make the brand is what you know what it is today. Um, and, you know, in many ways, for a long time, the the, the brand needed the store, um, but eventually that changed. You know, the store more or less needed the brand. And uh, actually, I, I the easiest way to explain it is the brand always sort of made me about eighty percent of my income, and the store about twenty. The store always ran in the clear. It was always a profitable business, but I spent 80% of my time in the shop and 20% on the brand. And so eventually I got to a point where I was sort of like, what's your future? Um, and I tried to hand over the store. I tried to have people run it, you know, and no, nobody really is going to run a business the way that you do as a, as a small business owner. Maybe, it, you know, maybe I'm it too particular, so but, difficult. you know, it, it, it was hard. I tried handing over the business to a partner who could just run the store. And uh, you know he was great. It just didn't work out. And then uh, I gave the, I gave I gave it a year to sell it. I almost had it sold a couple of times, uh, and that didn't work. And I gave myself a year to, to do it. And then and then after that I I, I I closed it. And you know and I really never looked back because uh, now I focus on the brand. We did a big rebrand and you know um, and the company has really taken off a lot since then. You know right. You changed your logo, right? We did, yes, yeah. yes, big move. Talk about who originally designed the original logo, and then uh, who redesigned it. So, um, I, I've had a, I had a really strong hand in the original logo. Um, a graphic designer and I uh, designed the first logo um, and the branding, and um, and I really loved it and was really loyal to the original, you know, uh, branding. Um, it, it was it, it and the brand grew up and and so the the so did the com you know the, the branding needed to as well it was a coming uh, of age yeah you know the, the you know we were always a fan of like minimal graphics and not a lot of graphics on the bicycle and you know the the I love the a I love the a icon you know but the, you know the affinity had some issues and you know we we, we, we needed we needed a rebrand um, and so the new the new branding was done um, and uh, you know, I, I had a part in it, and I worked with with a company that you know, like a like a like a legit design firm that you know, um, you know, helped do the rebrand, and um, someone then did the typeface, and that that was you know, that was a uh, an interesting task, and um, you know, so the the icon sort of came, the icon came from an, uh, a design studio that I was working with called Hinterland Studios, which did a brilliant job sort of designing the icon. And then the uh, they did the logo face, the logo typeface, and that is like it was a bold departure from Affinity, the original icon, because the original icon and the original logo typeface were sort of one and the same. And um, and then since then we've kind of like run with it a little bit more, making the pattern and you know the pattern you see on the anthem, and and so you know it was a lot. Um, I brought on a brand manager to help me sort of like up the image of the brand, and you know uh, so and our social. You know, sort of, um, you know, our presence on, in social media, and so um, you know, we're still 
we're still sort of a small company and we're still evolving, but you know, rebranding was a big step and a, and, a, and a real strong step in the right direction for us. Do you have any other projects coming up or in the works besides what you mentioned before? Always, always, yeah. always. There's ah. like a million, there's a million projects going on always. Uh, I don't know, what can I talk about? Um, so we're doing this deluxe frame. <laughs> we're doing some limiteds with deluxe. Um, it's a lot of new merch coming out, a lot of soft goods. Um, we're doing some 10 year anniversary stuff. Um, and there's always new frames in the works. Um, there's there's always sure new frames in that. the works um, that I don't, I don't know if I should talk about just now, but um, the low pro. So for now, this 10 year stuff, um, our new batches come in June, July uh, and um, waiting list. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do a pre book. We're going to do a pre book. I try not to do pre order because I want I just want the frames to be in stock and, you know, to like sell stuff. I hate to pre order. But, you know, you know, you know, we'll, we'll open a pre book just before. Uh, yeah. But, you know, uh, we're going to expand our dealer programs in the U.S. We're opening uh, Euro Distro. We've got some special 10th anniversary frames coming. Let's uh, get low it, Pro man. Casino. Uh, we're doing a Philip Ray's Low Pro. Uh, and actually, I'll, I guess I'll say it. I got a new fork. We got a new Low Pro fork. A new fork. Yo. New Low Pro fork coming for our 10th anniversary. We'll see nice. how that goes. Really nice fork. Uh, and then we're doing a 10th anniversary Casino. The Casino's got a little bit of revision to it. Um, the top tube's got uh, a little less budding, and so it's a little tougher. Uh, aluminum can be a little soft, and I think we've, we've solved some of those issues with a little bit of denting. Uh, and um, it's got a shorter head tube, so it's a little bit more of a sprint frame, which will give a little more seat mast. And so the Casina and the Low Pro have had a little bit of a revision and, and uh, some 10th anniversary special editions. Bro, so that's what, that. that's what we'll talk about for now. Yeah, nah. <laughs> Look out for me on that casino frame this summer, coming uh, late June, July. They're going to be really nice. They're nah, going to be really for nice. Real, for real. Uh, also, I want you to get into, uh, you sponsor writers, and uh, you got a, you got a nice team going into Red Hook, especially Thank you. your women's team. We're doing all right. We're yeah. doing all right. I guess we'll, uh, this might be the official announcement, I guess, right? guys. I guess you, got the, you guys got the exclusive. Yeah, so we, we, we brought on. Affinity has brought on Joe Celso. So Ash is back, Shout of course. Shout out Celso. Ash Dubin is back. And then we brought on Joe Celso. Soda No Pop, is, as always. You know, Soda No Pop and Lost in All, Lost in All Trees. Oh, okay. Joe Celso is on board. She's rad. She's awesome. Um, I actually don't know Joe that well. I look forward to like getting to know Joe a lot more. She's super rad. And uh, you know she's a super strong racer. She won the first women's crit, uh, the first women's all women's red hook crit you know, uh, race. Ash, I think, on second or third. And they've been touring. They've been doing their whole thing for a while. And Ash and, Ash and Joe have gotten along really well. And so uh, they're a duo. And then we're going to bring on sort of, I don't want to call them freelancers, but Ash races in Texas with a lot of girls. And, you know, Ash is all up in the pro road scene. And so we like to bring in some ringers and, you know, some, some girls who um, Ash races well with. So we're, we're hoping to have a really good season. Uh, how you do know, you, with the girls. Yeah, they're not local, so how do you how do you come about like getting these relationships and like getting them under your brand? I think that's you know it's interesting because that's it's always been. I mean, thank you. You know, yeah, we've been fortunate to. I don't know, like being being in their scene and in the culture and knowing people. You know, you get to you get to know people. You sort of you know you get to, you know, your friends of friends. People refer one another. It's funny. Prolly introduced me to. To Ash and Chris will hate me for this, but Chris, Chris is really good friends with Ash and encouraged Shout me out to, to sponsor Chris. Ash as well. But uh, probably did introduce me to Ash first, like maybe by like a week or two. 
but Chris has always been a driving force and you know uh, with Ash and I and our and our relationship so that was like that specifically came from there but we've always affinity is always sort of like I'm really close with Gil Hatton and he's introduced me to racers who then became national and world champions and so when you're sort of in the scene you 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 know, you sort of, you become friendly with people and people refer one another and then eventually, you know, you, you, you sort of like, you get to know a lot of the racers and racers know racers and then it all sort of happens organically. Okay, cool, cool. Uh, now, you have just the crit teams or are you trying to get like a road team? Uh, are you trying to get like a cyclocross team? What are you under your brand? So I think uh, so. We also have um, we sponsor we sponsor several different racers. Um, we sponsored the Cost Brothers in Europe, and they're they're sort of six day Madison racers. They're also pro. Also, juniors at uh, Star Trek. Juniors at Star Trek. So I'm I'm involved in the Star Trek Youth Program. Um, you know, I help them with their PR and their branding, and I'm and I've always thank you know you for I that, came man. from thank you yeah I, I came from junior racing, and so I, I always support that, and um, so supporting juniors and you know like Enzo. Enzo Edmonds and you know I mean all of that stuff is sort of serendipitous you know like we're you know you become friendly with people and they you give to something and it gives back and it all sort of comes around in full circle you know so uh, we also I also support some pro racers Aaron Young uh, who's also racing the crit he's a he's a pro track racer beast. And, Last you know year he's, I saw a, him. he's a beast he's a yeah. rat and a rad dude a lot of you know you know it's not really about like winning national championships or whatever you, you you get to know people and you know it works right and they're a good fit and, and that's really like that's really what's most important for me in affinity and and the national championships i supported andrew lacourt who's not racing for me anymore who won a ton of national titles introduced me to another racer kimberly edwards who wound up winning world championships and so we got rainbow stripes and you know again it's all organic and uh you know, I'm trying to think of who I'm, who I'm forgetting that I sponsor, yeah, yeah, yeah. but you know, uh, and you know, like that's why we're doing deluxe, you know, yeah. and and that whole thing, and um, you know, we're we're trying to expand more. Deluxe in a way is a is an affinity sponsored race team. Okay. You know, we're, we're we're providing the frames and you know a little bit of infrastructure and you know maybe some creativity. I, I design the kits, um, and you know Willis and I work together, and so we're we're looking to do more of that. You know, like support other racers. You know, and um, or do you, you know, have anybody locally? Do I have anybody other locally right now? I guess because I know you used to have like Poots and uh, you had uh, yeah. Mo for a little bit. That was your street team. And that's been stuff, you know. I and you had Chris last year, I believe. But Chris he, last year, yeah, yeah, that was last year. That yeah. you know, look, look, we 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 sponsor a lot of racers. We support a lot of racing and racers, and um, and we've supported a lot of guys, and we've worked together with guys on projects, and you know, certain stuff lasts a little while, and certain stuff lasts a long time, and you know, certain guys like come and go. And come back again, and go again, and come back again, and you know, like I, you know, so I, as of right now, I've got, I feel like man, I'm forgetting somebody. I don't know, I don't know, but you know, like I, honestly, right now, I'm, I'm a lot about me and my fucking racing. You know, and I, I've actually got to a point where I'm like, I, I think maybe I should like race. He's like, you, you know, know what? I'm gonna just promote my shit. Look, I don't know. I'm a team rider on my team, and that's it. Willis, I mean, Willis, me. you know, Deluxe is my guy. They're my guys right now. Yeah, you know, and I mean, yeah. you know, they're they're rad dudes and. Jesse, who's right, you know, who's racing, and Mark, and you know, like all those guys, I would say, you know, and, uh, and that's been a really rad thing, and um, you know, yeah, I don't know, you know, that's 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 been super cool. Cool, yeah. that's pretty dope. Uh, I guess we uh, yeah, right, we could move it on to the to the shoutouts. Yeah, I mean, then you started shouting out some people already, so I shouted out a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, my and wife, my kids. Oh, yo, shout out kids. to the yo, shout out to the family because people be forgetting. First. 
Without my wife, I wouldn't be here. Exactly. Yo. Carla, I love you, babe. Yo. And my oh, children. Beautiful, right? My children, my beautiful children. Yes. Jake, my son's two, and my daughter Mia's seven. Jeez. Oh, awesome. You know, I don't know, everybody. Everybody in the scene. I think that Affinity is what it is today because we're like this big family. You know, like a, a, a lot of people who have helped make this all possible. You know, like street people are like Vic is always... Vic is always is like affinity for life, you know, like people like Vic or Ugo and, you know, I don't know, talk and, you know, like all the OG people, like that's all awesome. the, you know, like, and I'm, I am not one of those people that was like, like that scene has been around forever. I'm, I'm not even a messenger. And I like that culture has embraced me and, and I've just, I support like-minded people who do, who love bicycles and, you know, we, I race and I'm, my core is racing and we support alley cats. We support road races we support track races we support like any kind of races you know and and like the the scene i guess i want to thank you know core new york people you guys for doing this podcast and for people who throw out cats or throw races or who want to do you know do things and drive the scene you know yeah we're yeah that sounds good man uh yeah uh so you're gonna do nationals and stuff. Are you gonna do more of the underground real quick? Cause uh, Wards Island, I know you had fun. I'm gonna at do that. that, man. That was awesome. Yeah, I that know was you awesome. had a blast at that. Yeah, I had a, I had a fucking, yeah. I had a great time. So you're coming back with uh, a three race series. Shout outs to them. I uh, just wanted to get your thoughts on yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, do that. so so this year my racing program. I'm so I'm focused on doing Masters Nationals. I'm I'm gonna uh, I'm targeting the points race and the scratch race. And Willis and I are doing the Madison. Uh, and I'm going to go for the individual pursuit also. Um, right. And then I'm doing Masters Worlds this year. Uh, so I'm going to uh, uh, Track World Championships, Masters Track World Championships. And then, you know, I do some Prospect Park racing. I, I, I definitely want to do the Words Island crit. That was a blast. I'd like to do a little more of that, but my life kind of prohibits that kind of stuff a little bit. I, I got to, like, really focus on uh, my track racing and my, my life and my kids and my business. And so I don't... I don't race too much. I train like a madman, and I target races and events. And so I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the Wards Island, and I'm I'm down to do some other stuff like that. Yeah. Um, you know, but but that's kind yeah, of that's fun. That's dope. That's, shit, that's, that was know. a really fun race, and I'm down to do all the other. It ones. It would be mm-hmm. awesome to see you at the next Black Friday crit. I'm just saying. I'm down with that. I'm down with that. I saw that. I saw yeah, that. That was a good I think, one. I think that I was a good there. one. I think yeah. I could be there. I think Definitely, I could be man. there. Pull up. That's gonna it's be tough. Great. You know, I'll be honest with you. I'm like so, the person I am. Uh, now versus the person I, I am when when Affinity Open is like I'm like it's like different worlds and I mean yeah. I got kids and I got a life and so it's it's it, honestly it's really hard for me to 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 do a lot of races that I w- would really like to do but um, you know I gotta I gotta for me also I gotta hold my cards tight because you know I wife and fam I she's given me the green card to do nationals and worlds and a few other things and so I gotta. I can't, you know, I got, I got my, I got my free passes to do that. I can't, you know, but I would like to be there. If I can make it, I absolutely will be, you know. (laughs) All right, cool, cool. So we would love to have you back on to see how your season went. Uh, oh, thank you. Hell yeah, hell thank yeah. Thank you guys for having me. I'm I'm stoked. Thank you guys for having me. It's it's fucking cool. Where can people find you? Uh, What's your social media? At Affinity Cycles. I don't, I don't do... I, d- I did have another handle, but I'm I'm all on social, and you yeah. know, like or Jason at AffinityCycles.com. Um, How your email blows up like constantly, right? It does. It yeah, does. I know it's yeah. hard to check all I'm those emails. I'm a busy guy. Yeah. I mean, I you know I, I I'm a busy guy, and I and, Dude, and, 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 and I'm not you right. know like I you know 
uh, people gotta understand sometimes. I wrote by you know that and and Affinity. I'm you know like we're 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 a small business. You know, just like everyone else, we try to return all our emails promptly and everything. And we do you know like we're as prompt as we possibly can. But be this is with service and everything. Affinity is solely I, yours. I wrote, like, yeah, I own 100% of Affinity. So yes. that, like, yeah. it's one man trying to do all that, right? Yeah, and I, I hire on help when, you know, season comes and hits. But, you know, on the regulars, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a one-man army. I mean, yeah. and, you know, like, I've got branding and PR guys and business managers and all that kind of shit. But, but you know, still, I mean, like, yeah. a lot of the day-to-days are, you know, me. You know, I, and that's why I say Jason at AffinityCycles.com. That's why I pride myself in that. Like, if you want to know something about an Affinity product, Jason at AffinityCycles.com. Right. You know, like, you hit me up, I'd be happy to answer anything, you know, and, we're core. We're a core company. You know, like I'm, I, I race the product. I develop. I develop. I, I, all the, all of the product is mine. And you know, like, you have any questions about it, you hit me up, and I'll right. answer it, and we can chat and whatever, right. and then we can race. You know, yeah, I like that. I made the best man win. <laughs> and then we can get that cat six story next time. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, that cat I mean, six story. Did you get that? That might be round two. Come I on, gotta, come on. I'm gonna think about that cat six story. No, 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 I want no. a good one. I want a good one. Yeah. Oh my God! You can't no, do that. You can't on. do that I shit. I haven't thought about a cat. Can't do that. Yeah, one, just one. Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God! Uh huh. The pressure's on. Nah, nah, don't do that yeah, to me. Yeah, I even can't. Don't yeah, do that. I'll accept a track story because I know you have a track story. Yeah, give me anything. When somebody tried to run up on you, we had to show them what time it was. Basically, what it boils down to, because I know what happened, <laughs> and I know you got one. Give it to me. I want to say I got smoked by some cat sex guy. Hey, yeah, I know, yeah, I, know. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. It could be you. It could be you winning, them winning. But I mean, I guess that probably happens all the time in the park. But like, there you go. Give me the. Yeah, give me one in the park. Give me who who tried, who tried and failed. Who tried? Tell me. Man, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. It has to be like a random roadie. Nobody ever tried to serve you on like a ridiculous yeah. bike. Like a, a delivery guy. Nobody ever tried to. Nobody ever. Delivery guy tried to give it to him every day. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> Well, to cut I want to I want to give you some story yeah, yeah, yeah. like yo some guy in a basket smoked me you know like I want to give you that I don't, I, but not I even that bad, I can't, I can't, not I can't even that somebody you. smoked you maybe you smoked somebody but maybe he tried and you smoked them that's what I'm talking about I'm talking about a story like that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I just, I, I, huh? I'm late, man. I ain't got nothing good. It's I, right, I don't have right. anything good. So it's going to be round two. Round two. When I come back, I'll have my, I'll to have come my to his, story. To come to his defense, he has been training indoors, right? I train. I'm all indoors. I'm, I don't now, ride my bicycle except for bicycle now, racing. That? I'm late. That's, that's terrible of me. That bike program, are you on that computer system? That uh, What's it called? Uh, Kenji? I don't know. Oh, Swift? Kenji's on I, it? I, I, oh, I don't do that. You don't do Swift? I was going to ask I just do my efforts. I mean, I like, yeah, I mean, it's funny because I don't, I don't. He asked me if I rode here, and I was like, I drove here. And I, I got in the car, and I was like, I, I said to him, I said, I said to him, Francis, I said, another me would would have been would have hated me the new like me. Would have been like, yeah, you drove here? driving I'm here. Out. Out. Man, I, I know, like, I know. I got a, I got a sweet whip, man. I'm, I'm, nah, man. I'm, if you want to see, some, here, man. yeah, I, I, I got you, man. If you want to see some footage, definitely check out YouTube. Mickey Moon got some of your races in there, yeah, there's and a you can see on there. last year. Cat six and people on there, even though he don't want to talk about it on you here. You want me come to the track? <laughs> oh, there you go. He's talking about. He's like, yo, I'm not gonna tell you no stories. I'm, a, I'm gonna show you some stories. 
if you pull up behind me at the track. All right. I'll take That's I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anything you want to, like, last shout-outs, anything? Because we, we already got the projects on the way. Yeah, yeah you got everybody. the shout-outs. I don't know. Thank, again, yeah, thank you, guys. Right? We've got some really great stuff coming up this year. Affinity's got some awesome, awesome things in the works. New product, new frames, new components. Lots of new gear, lots of lifestyle gear. We've got a lot of, lot of, lot of soft goods launching. You know, lots of great racing in New York this year. A lot of really great stuff. Support track racing, support track bikes. You know, for real, for real. That's about it. Ah, right, yo, thank yo. you guys. Appreciate it. Ah, right, yeah, no doubt. Yo, shout out to Bolero, cause y'all niggas stay letting us bang. Um, y'all be seeing what we doing. <laughs> Appreciate it. Know what I mean? Uh, shout out to. Yo, shout out to my first game today, 165. Let's yeah. Pull. Yeah, I'm being vain. I don't give a fuck. Shout out to that. And uh, shout out to Viceland. Yeah. Shout out to the whole community, you know. One love always. Uh, shout out to Jason. Thank you for coming on. Look for me in a Casena maybe this summer. Thank you, Jay. Thanks, Gabe. Thank you, Francisco. Let's Look see. for me trying to save some money for a Casena. <laughs> summer. Peace. Thanks, guys. Hey. Me with trees, blue and cream, said that. All I knew is how to dream, said the theme. Watch the playboys run with kings.